Okay, Baruch Hashem. We're starting to begin a new Maimer from the Balatanya Schools again, Elaine. Maimer, Maimer, Rabbim, which we'll see in, in in many ways is connected, but that's true of all the Balatanya stories. They're all connected. It's one amazing, amazing sheet in Avodas Hashem and Chesidus, and you'll see that that like all of the like all the Tanya's Mamarim also, that one can really put them to, to use and put them to practice. But you have to you have to work at it. It's not Pashit. The Maimer Maim Rabim, which is from Tairor and Pashis Nayak, and like all of the Baltanis Tairas was subsequently discussed and discussed over and in, in great detail by the by the Siddiquim from Beis Chabad over the generations. There's an entire sefer from the Rebbe Maharaj. There's a country called Maim Rab, a thick sefer of hundreds of pages, just explaining these few pages that we're going to do. And um, some of the notes we'll bring from the Rebbe Maharaj's uh, biurim. There's an excellent, there's an excellent psicha. Uh, we'll just do part of it on page two. On page two, which is immediately following page one. <laughs> There's a psicha and before page three, right? There's a psicha from the um, from the author of the of the Diurim, of the commentary here. It is that we have Hakar Satov who has been wonderful in helping us learn. And this psicha, this introduction, this introduction is going to give us a basic. Uh, feeling for what we're going to be doing. And it's very important, but just a part of it. <clears throat> You'll see what it's about and why it's so urgent. One of the basic questions regarding the tachlis of man's creation. And this question is something which comes up in the life of any serious person. He, Chazal kavu shahaolam nivra b'shvil Yisrael b'shvil atar. Chazal have taught us that the world was created for the sake of Yisrael, the Jewish people, b'shvil atar, and for the sake of the Torah. Shemeshmos he'inin pshuta k'mashmo, and that's that means. That means exactly what it's, it means exactly what they've said. in the that Hashem has created. Hashem's Baruch has created a, a, a great universe in the Vroim at Kates and with an endless, endless amount of Nivroim of of created beings that exist in the universe and the galaxy everywhere. Hakol kedeshi ha'odam yisrael ba'olam sheyavad es Hashem isbarach ba'isak atayr v'kima misves and all that exists, all that was created in all the worlds, the worlds that are observable, that means the entire universe, this physical world, and the entire universe that scientists have been, that scientists have been fascinated by it, and, and mankind has always been thinking of, and the worlds that are not. That are not observable. The worlds of the Malachim, the angels, all that's been created is only so that the other means saw that there should be a Jew in this world, Shiyavad Hashem is broken, to serve Hashem, basically, with learning and observing mitzvahs. The Fiza, therefore, Hayyim and Haroy, Shakrishbrochu, Yivres, Am Yisrael, Baif and Kazer, Shiyuchlu, Lahashkias, Ravis Manam. Therefore, following this, it would seem to make sense that since the entire universe and all the malachim and everything that exists was created just that we should learn and daven and do mitzvahs, so it would seem that the, that that Hashem would have created Am Yisrael in such a way that we would be able to devote our time and our kaiches and our talents to the purpose of our creation. Serving Hashem. Without all the confusion and the worries about physical things. 
However, in truth we see, most Jews are not able to sit in yeshiva. They're not able to sit in base matters. Um, culture came and certainly most Jews are not in this category that they're able to they're able to spend all of their time learning. As he says in parentheses, that even in the time of the Gemara, there are very few people that were able to spend their entire day just learning and davening and being involved in mitzvahs. People had to go to work. That many tried to live like Rabbi Shimon Vayichai, but it didn't work out. There were those who tried, many tried to live like Rabbi Shimon, just learning and just just a life completely immersed in Ruchnius, and and and, and uh, it didn't work out. They also be other. We know that the general guiding principle in this world is that we have to live a life of learning combined with having to earn a living, going to work. You shall gather in the produce of the fields, which means, not going into the Gemara, into the whole sugya, that this is the mitzvah that most of us, in order to in order to be able to survive, most we have to go to work. We have to be involved in dvarm gashmi. And the Mitla Rebbe, the Mitla Rebbe explained in his Maimur on Noach, really we don't need to bring any Rayas. We can feel this, we know this ourselves from our own experiences. That when a person is preoccupied with gathering in the, the wheat and so on, when he's preoccupied going to, with work, with earning a Parnassah, he becomes very attached to the physical world. He becomes very lost in physical things. The person is in the middle of uh, he's in the middle of a, a, a day's work. He's, the, he's on the telephone talking about this deal or that deal. He's he's uh, dis- he's discussing something with a client. He, you know he's uh, he's picking up a, he's picking up a load with his truck. He's dropping off something. Whatever it is, at that time when a person is busy with his parnasa, he's not able to be makusha to what to the mitzvah to, to love God. He's not able to he's not able to think and to be in that place of attachment to Hashem. That's the mitzvahs. You want to say that there are some people that can. Those are ma'isim from tzaddikim. That's not the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs is simply not that when it comes to the vast vast majority, with the exception of very few individuals, the vast majority of people. When they're involved in at work, they have their minds completely in that particular task that needs to be accomplished, and that's what they're in. Their minds, their goof, everything is involved in that deal. Therefore, even great people are no different than simple people. When they're at, when they're at work, they're at work. So we need to understand why did the Bereshit put us into such a matzav? Why did he put us into this situation? Which seems to make it impossible for us to fulfill our purpose of being in this world. Not only the purpose of our being in the world, but the purpose of all creation, of all worlds, of the universe, and all angels, and everything is that what? That I should sit and learn, and I should daven, and I should be mekaimitz, and my mind should be filled with thoughts of, of, of the love of Hashem, and the fear of Hashem. And instead, the Baruch put me in a world where even me, even a Jew, that I have to what? That I'm... That I'm um, that I have to sit uh, all, all, day, all, all day long next to some computer, um, you know, figuring out uh, this, how much this guy's making a year, how much he's spending a year, whatever. It's crazy. So we could say that this is the Nakuda of Chiddush, the point of Chiddush in this entire Maimah that we're going to learn now. And in the in the words of the Rebbe Maharash, the Rebbe of Shmuel, Ha'adam shenitanai seichel. A person, a human being, was given a seichel. 
He has to think deeply into this matter. Why did the Bani Shalom do this? That a person has to spend an entire day working and hurving, struggling. And not just not just physically. It used to be the person was, you know, a person just physically, even even with his mind, with the intellect, the kind of work that people are involved in now, it seems a lot easier because many, many Jews are no longer are no longer uh, involved in as much physical work as it used to be in the old days. So physically, it, it might be easier. But now, most people, the, the, the most people, their minds are the mind, the, the mind, the nefesh, and the nefesh is 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 enslaved to what to to panasa, to these things. And not only that, it's even even the people. You have you go to Eretz Yisrael, so Baruch Hashem, you have in Yerushalayim B'nai Brak that the vast majority of the Fumidin are what are, are are of the men are sitting and learning all day. They're sitting and learning all day, but. But you see so often that the conversations and the thoughts are all about how are we going to manage it and how, with the money and how are we going to get this and how are we going to get that and, and what's going to be with the apartment, what's going to be with the deer and how can we afford a deer for our children, how are we going to marry off our children. That, that, that you can see that the oilam, the oilam half the lumbers that they're talking about is in, in figuring out how am I going to get a couple of skull. Other than God forbid having to schlep to America, to, to, to England or wherever to look for some Jews who will help them out. So this is the tachlis. Besides, the The Rebbe Maharaj says a person says, think about this. Hashem's not capable. Hashem Hashem doesn't have the ability. A person shouldn't. Have, the can't give that each person a Jew shouldn't have to worry about. And how to marry off a kid, and how am I going to do this? And to live, and where are we going to live, and how can we live, and then to be able to get anything, and to be able to eat, and so on, that, that even the greatest tzaddikim become, become preoccupied by these machshavas about how to be able to live in this world. That's the question that the Maimah deals with. That's the question the Maimah deals with. <clears throat> obviously, very big Yisaitis and Chesidis. Which take us into many other minyanim. I mean, the question of why well, the Baruch made the world in such a way where he, have to, where, where, where he wants us to get married. Let's get married to have kids. You have someone that's, that the learning is finally, he's finally getting a little bit of a handle of how to understand the Gemara Rashi Taisis. Just, just, he's figuring out how to learn Gemara. And then they're pushing me, he has to go under the Chuppah. He goes under the Chuppah. <clears throat> and now he's trying to figure out, you know, what's better, Huggies or Pampers, with the elastic, without the elastic. Because Hanai Lomdas, you know, the whole. It's like the whole, the whole about that the Baruch wanted such a thing, and that that what that to, that to sit and, to, and now and now you're going to get now they give the chasna a hundred talks about how you have to talk to your wife and you know you have to go on uh, to Yulim and you have to be involved you know and so on and the guy's just beginning to have a little bit of a hergish what it means to be a Jew just a little bit of a hergish of avodas Hashem and learning and davening and avoid and so on and now and now uh, the next thing you know without any break. The next thing you know is that they're giving you shmuz about, you know, you have to drive. If your wife wants to go to Lomans, you should take her. So Lomans, I'm talking here. I, I, I'm just, just, I'm just getting into the learning. It's just starting to pick up a little bit. Now it's time to get into the world. The whole thing is, and the whole relationship between husband and wife, and and the, and, and the physical relationship that's entailed. In that. I mean, it's the tachlis of the bria. The Rambam made the world in such a way. Which Chazal said, "Vechaimat Savar Biyasik B'Torah." Chazal spoke that in such a way that a person that 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 the what that a person should try to get in a lot of learning before he gets married, because Vechaimat Savar Biyasik B'Torah. Because once he has the burden of of marriage upon him, how's he supposed to sit and learn all day? What's he supposed to do? And everybody and everybody that's uh, and then everybody that's going on the train that's uh, driving into work is thinking, "Why, why can't I stay? Uh, it's crazy. I'd love to stay in Bishmedrash and to open up a safe and to sit and to learn and to." What's the tachlis? What's the tachlis? Okay. So let's begin on page Aleph. Go past the, the go past the Gaiusha numbers to the Jewish number. Aleph. 
Mayim Rabim Layuchlu Lachabas is Ahava. The floods, all the floods, all the waters of this world are not able to extinguish the love. It's Pasik and Shirashim, of course. Unaharas Loyishtafu and even great rivers cannot wash away the love. In Yitain Ish as called Hain Besa Biahava Baizya Vuzalai. If a person would give all the treasures of his home to entice you away from your love, they would make fun of they would make fun of you, they would scorn you. If a person would give away all of the treasures of his house to entice you away from the love of Hashem, they would say you're crazy. They'd scorn you, they'd make fun of you. The Pasuk, as like all Pesuk in the Shem, is very hard. The Pasuk is a hard Pasuk. Because it says, L'chabas is ahava, and we'll see that amongst the Mepharshim, there, there's a machloikas of how to understand whose love are we talking about. Hashem's love for Yisrael, or Yisrael's love for Hashem. Okay, but we'll see, it the, we'll see the way that the Baal goes. And really it's not a contradiction. It's all one and the same. So there are great waters of this world that are threatening to extinguish the love and rivers of the world that are threatening to wash away the love. And no matter what a person should no matter what a person who understands and who truly feels that love is not willing to give is not willing to let go. No matter what, despite all the floods and all the rivers. Hine Maim Rabin, the tongue explains. Hine Maim Rabin, Hem Kol Tirdas Parnosu Machshavish Abinyoni Elamazah. The great waters, the floods, are the Tirdas of Parnosu. The Tirdas, the, the bother, the preoccupation of having to go to earn a Parnosu. And the thoughts that a person has to put into this world to be able to survive. These are the floods. And despite the fact that, there's so, that these waters are so great, I mean the tears of Parnasa, nevertheless, these waters cannot extinguish the love. Shuhu bechinas ahava amusteres sheyesh bechol nefesh mi Yisrael beteva the bechinas nefesh alukis, which means the love that is hidden in the soul of each Jew by its nature, by virtue of the fact that in every Jew there's a nefesh alukis, there's a godly soul. Sheteva la la yisulikol el tamid lamaila. And the nature, the nature of this fire, of the fire of the godly soul, is such that it is constantly seeking to rise up and to lose itself in the flame of the higher world, like a shalhevis, which is like the like the flame of a candle that's always flickering upwards. Flames are always flickering towards the source of fire above. Even though, as the Tanya explains in Tanya, even though worthy flame to leave the candle, it would be extinguished. The, can- the flame would not exist in this world. Nevertheless, the fire is, the fire is flickering, flickering towards its root. Even though there's something suicidal about that as far as this world is concerned. There's something certainly irrational about that. <clears throat> Where the fire to leave the candle would be extinguished. Meaning it would then lose itself in the, in the higher root of its, of its, and source of its existence, which is the flame above. Nevertheless, it's the nature of the Jewish soul to flicker upwards. 
even if it means, even as we, as we learned in the last Mimamakim, even if it means at the cost of one's life, not to be separated from Hashem, from the source of life, <clears throat> even you know, despite all of the floods that are trying to extinguish the flame, Afalpichain, the the soul of the Jew flickers towards Hakadosh Baruch as it says right before that in the Pasuk in Shir Shir its coals are burning coals a godly fire Shahu Bachinas it means that the little the little fire of a Jew in this world is coming from the great fire of the Shalheves Ka. The Shalheves, the flame, the fire of Yudke, which descends, which comes from the higher world. And that's my godly soul. The godly soul, the Nefesh Elokis of a Jew, its source is in that great fire. Of Shalhevaskar. That before the godly soul became enclosed in the physical body of that particular Jew, that soul, when it was before it descended into the body, was delighting in the splendor of the Shrina. And was unified in the most wondrous way. The, the nefesh alakis, the godly soul, was unified in the most wondrous way. Was completely lost. Was included and part of that great fire of God Himself, of infinite God. and therefore, gam acher islab shusa. Even after the soul becomes enclosed in the physical body, to be involved in physical things, and the physical needs of this world are called the Mayim Rabbim, the flood waters, the great waters. Nevertheless, despite this, the waters of this world are unable to extinguish the fire. Cannot prevent the soul from being in the state of great love and longing, wondrous longing. Lala is to rise up, and to what? And to be included, to be connected, to be unified once again with above. This is the Chiddush. And not only that, just the opposite. That Davka, because Hashem has sent that piece of fire, that coal, into the Mayim Rabbim, into what? The many floodwaters of this world. Just the opposite. That, 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 what? that that person is able to come or oh, that nisham is able to be lit, that piece of fire, that coal is able to be inflamed on a higher madrega than before it descended into this world, into the Mayim Rabbim, which is, which is irrational, doesn't make sense. Because the nature of water is that it, extinguish, it extinguishes the, the, the coal, the fire. And here, the Rebbe is saying that Adarab, that because it, is, because it is des- descends into this world, it is able to reach a higher madrega than Ephesus is able to reach a higher madrega than, than that than that time when it was existing in complete and utter unity with the infinite God Himself. Kashi is bar as it will be explained. What is it? Like the, the, the fire inside the uh, the hail. Yeah. The same, same type of symbol. The. Uh, the, the, the soul of, of, of a Jew is not able to be distinguished by the waters, just like 
uh, in the plague, the, 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 the fire was was enclosed inside the hail, which is not not the dark That's true, but here it's not. It's increased. It's it's more than that. It's the fire is increased by the icy waters of this world. That's the chiddush. It's increased. Other Rabbah. Let's learn. Let's learn this, the commentary in the first page. Let's read. Ma'im Rabbim Yichlu Chavas Ahav Nos Lishtafuig Mitenishkol Chayn Beisov Ahav Avizavil Hakosuf Kan. This pasuk is Mitayres Oitzem Ahav Shaknesis Yisrael Akadosh Baruch. The Tanya is learning like those Mafarshim who hold, who say that the pasuk is describing the great love the Knesset Yisrael that the Jewish people have. That nothing of this physical world can extinguish the fire of that love. And if somebody would come along and would give a Jew all of the all of the treasures of his house, to exchange, to give up that love for God, and instead to go away from Hashem, as God forbid, to hate Hashem. He would discredit, he would mock that person, he would scoff that person, he would scorn that person. That's not Shaykh. I'm not going to do it. Now, if you look on page, it's important that he has a miluim, just. If you look on Chavav, all the way at the back, you don't want to make, you don't want to cut up the page with long, foot, long foot, footnotes. So sometimes they continue a little bit in the back. But they said that you don't have that, that, that. Not all the Rishonim learned the Pshat, learned Pshat and Pulsik when it says that the great word is going to distinguish the love, but doesn't say whose love. So the Tanya is learning that you can't extinguish the love that a Jew has for Hashem. So if you look here in the Milum, in, in, in number one, Kain Huva Perish Rashi, that the Tanya is learning Pshad like Rashi. Rashi learns the Pasuk, that, that it means the love that the Jewish people have for Hashem cannot be extinguished. Now Rashi is saying that the great waters of the world, it's not a contradiction, the great waters of the world are what? Are the Umas the nations of the world, the Goyim. That no matter how much they torment us and persecute us, and how much they, that's, that's in, a, in a negative way, they can't draw us away from being Jews. And then the other thing is, Rashi is saying that in a positive way, meaning in a positive way, to allure us away. In other words, we understand that our grandparents, the efforts that the Goyim usually made with our grandparents to take them away from being Jews was our beating and by pogroms and inquisitions. That was the usual Mahalach in the old days. In our times, that's not the usual Mahalach, although that is also unfortunately true, but the usual Mahalach in our days is the, the internet and television and the magazines and the and university and, the, and all the other you know, Super Bowl and all the other Narishkeit, Narishkeiten of this world. That's a different type of a house. That's, those are also Mayim Rabin. Rashi says in Mayim Rabin, the floodwaters can be either floodwaters that, that, that torture you or floodwaters that, that, that give you pleasure. Either way, the point of those floods are to take you away from God. The point of the flood is to take you away from your tachlis of being in this world. of being uh, To extinguish the fire of Elokus of God. Either it's with a patch or it's with a kiss. But the point is to, this, to extinguish to extinguish those fires. The Maisa, the, you've heard this many times and statistics prove this. That, there are, that, that more Jews have been lost to, to more Jews have been lost to the second thing that Rashi says than to the first thing. More Jews are being lost to Yiddishkeit in America than were, than were killed by Hitler and Stalin. More Jews are being lost in the in the in the television, the internet, the university, and in secular in the secular world that are being lost to the that are being lost to the murderers of Jews. The numbers are the numbers are, 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 are mind-boggling. Recently, the 
it's too painful to even to discuss because we live in our little we live in our little enclave of Yiddishkeit and we feel like yeah everybody Jews are doing okay it's uh, you know after all you could you could eat you could eat fleshies in the middle on, on Central Avenue you don't have to even wait uh, ten seconds to get from one place to the next <laughs> forget about six hours right you could, you could you could you could eat all you like so we think that this is the way it is the whole thing is a galach. Oh, it's nice to sell. The matzah this is nice to is terrible. I was talking to Kalav Rebbe. He was telling me the things, you know, that what's going on. He's been. He was in schools. He, the Kalav Rebbe was telling me that he was in schools in the Golan, not in the Golan, the Galil. He was in schools in different places, in different towns. He was telling me about. He said that that going there and talking to talking to children, talking to parents. He says the places are, the places are filled with goyim, not even Jews, Arabs, Arabs that that are. That, Girls, married guys, Arabs, intermarriage, Russians who are going to Jews, they're not Jews. The whole Eretz Yisrael is a tremendous building. There's an unbelievable building in Eretz Yisrael. Unbelievable. We just think of Yushalayim and our little neighborhoods and what's going on. What's going on <clears throat> in America, in, in, in Nassau County? You don't have to go too far. How many are being lost by the second wave of the Maim Rabbim? More than Hitler and Machshma was able to kill. More than able to kill. So Rashi learns Pshat that that's what's meant. It's talking about the love that Klaisel has for Hashem. That despite all that the nations of the world are doing to us, either hurting us or, or tempting us, the love that Klaisel has for Hashem remains alive. The Medrash Rabbah. In the Medrash on the Pasuk, he said, the So the Medrash says, not like Rashi. It seems not like Rashi. The Medrash says that the many waters cannot extinguish Hashem's love for Yisrael. That no matter what the Goyim do, and no matter how they try to impress Hashem, Christians, the Muslims, with all their different religions and different things that they're doing, it can never extinguish Hashem's love for Klai Yisrael. You see, what he's explaining is that it's not really a contradiction. It's not really a contradiction. The love that Klai Yisrael has for Hashem is because Hashem loves Klai Yisrael. So one depends upon the other. That because of Hashem's infinite love for Klai Yisrael, that can't be changed, Hashem's love for Hashem, uh, Klai Yisrael's love for Hashem also can't be changed. Words, our love for Hashem is a reflection of Hashem's love for us. So even though there are two ways to learn the Pasuk, that is talking about either Klai Yisrael's love or Hashem's love, it's really one and the same. Therefore, the same way that the great waters of the, of the of this world, of the nations of the world, of the Goyim, cannot extinguish Hashem's love for Yisrael, He may so. As a result of that, so too. No, as a result of that, the Jew senses deeply within him that just as Hashem's love for us cannot be moved can't be changed, my love for him can't be changed either. Since his connection to us is infinite, our connection to him also is infinite. So it's not really, it's not really, a, it's not a contradiction, even though there's Rashi and there's a Medrash, it should be clear. Because you're going to see that the Mephashim bring like this and like that. If you look there, the Rashi, the Medak, and the, the Mitzudas, they have different, but it's really the same thing. It's really the same thing. Let's go back to, to Aleph. The, the second paragraph. So we need to understand Mahu Inyan Hamayan What what exactly is meant by the waters? Shalay Mahadish Faim Bdah Pella Maim Rabin that that Shomel is saying in this way it's a pell, it's a wonder. That Shomel is saying it's amazing, it's amazing, it's astonishing. That all of the Maim Rabin of the world, Layuchlul Khabis is a Hava cannot extinguish the fire. What is the Maim? What are we talking about, the Maim? Why should I think that that the waters are, are strong enough to extinguish the love? 
that Shomel comes along and says, no, that it's amazing, it's amazing that the waters can't extinguish them. Interesting that he uses mind, mind up to think Torah, that it's the exact opposite. Right, so we had that a little bit, we had that a little bit before, we had that in the last mind. And we've spoken about that on a number of occasions. The mind, like everything that exists in this world, it's Zelumazel, also Lakim. That there's Maim of Kedusha, the Maim of Holiness is Torah. Called Samir Lachula Maim is Ain Maim El Torah. Maim represents Torah. On the other hand, there's the Maim Hazaydain, there's the flood water of Pashas Noach, of destruction, of this world. And a person chooses. Now, which waters do you want? Do you want the waters of. Uh, do you want the waters of. Uh, uh, of of Torah, do you want the waters of the Mayanism, of, of, of destruction, of the flood? There's also Mayanism, like we learned today. That's right. Hine Mayim Rabbim, Hem Kol Tirdas HaPanosah, Mark Shavis, Shubin Yoni So the Palatanya is identifying, what are the Mayim Rabbim, the Tirdas, the being being preoccupied and busy with Parnosah, and all the Mark Shavis, the thoughts, of this world, and if a person doesn't have a pranos, he's just thinking about how to have a pranos. But he's always, he's always thinking about and has to worry about. And even, and even people that have money, even people that have money, and they and they don't have to worry about. It. Well, you would say you don't have to worry about the person. This person has all that he needs. So he's also worried about how to make more and that they shouldn't take his money, and how to spend the money and how not to spend. It's all bilbulim and tears of this world, and and the people who have less money. Don't necessarily think less about Panosa. The people who have more money, oftentimes they they have more tears with Panosa. A person a person has this little thing, you know, he, whatever it is, he he, uh, you know, he, he sells uh, he sells uh, hot dogs or pretzels or something. He walks around with his cart. He has his tears, and he's, he, that's what he's worried about. Whether he can get a couple of customers. You have a person that has a big corporation, and he's involved with millions or billions of dollars. So the tears are a million times greater than the, than the simple person that's just walking around selling a couple of hot dogs. I mean, they're bigger tears. So, the fact that the person is making a fortune of money. My father, remember, he told me that that when he when he owned this business, there was a there was a yid, there was an executive that used to come in to my father, and he used to talk a little bit. He, my father said he wasn't from, but he was a very fine man. And um, and my father said that this this man is a was he's no longer alive, but he was a very very wealthy. I mean, a fabulously wealthy person. Um, multi-millionaire many many times over in those days when a million dollars was very choshev not when the, you know someone get a million dollars for a, you know for a two family home or something a million dollars meant something then and my father said that 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 you know he he was so unbelievably this person was so overwhelmed with work with daigus at panasa he used to come talk to my father for a few minutes and and, and, and he was the hours that he kept the hours that he kept, he was working like 14, 15, 16 hours. My father asked him, like, what do you, why don't you just, uh, why don't you just stop? Just stop. You have, you know, he has one, he had like one married son, who's also uh, very wealthy. Like, what are you, what are you working for? Who are you working for? What are you doing? Like, what's the tachlis of all of that? Even if you would go, like, even if you go to to spend all, you know, every day you'd go to, you go on a shopping spree, you know, you just, you don't, you don't need it. Like, what are you doing? <clears throat> he said that you know, that the market, the economy, and it could just, this, it could happen any moment. You could lose it. He's got to do this. He's got to figure out that. And all the digas, the digas of what to build and what to make. And you, you know, you think that if I would have, you know, we think if I would have just a little bit. So you know you buy a you buy an apartment in Yerushalayim and close up shop and get finished with all the narishkeit and it's crazy. Like what am I doing? There's a tachlis to, to. And those people, those people have bigger daggers. I remember thinking about this when I was. A, I told this to you once when I was when we were first married. So I was a rebbe in the bungalow colony. I used to give a shir there, and uh, there were a lot of gvirim. There were big big knakas, big machas over there. They're nice people, but they were big machas, and and. Um, and all they were ever talking about, they had, they finally came up until they got to the mountains, you know. They came up for 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 Shabbos to be able to relax a little bit to be with the family Shabbos Sunday. All they were talking about, like you know, was buying and selling and daigus and worries, what's going to happen. And like, I was I wasn't making anything, just like waiting for a couple of tips, you know, at the end of the summer. Yeah, I was having a great time. What was that? <clears throat> we had another couple there, 
We had a great time. I, I had no digus. I, I had no digus. What was my digus? You know, someone's gonna someone's gonna break into my house while I'm while I'm in the country. Unless they like Svam, there's nothing that what are they gonna take? It's still the same thing. I don't know what, what are they gonna take. I mean the only thing is the Shabbos candles to light. Alright, that's it. Aside from the Shabbos candles, so then if you have to light you can light so if you don't if you don't have a, a silver candle, so you light in a you cut a hole in a potato, you can put a candle in also, right? But if someone doesn't like Svam, so then what are they gonna so what are the digas? But these people everything's a diga because what? There's a guy that they have working for them who they think is not uh, loyal. He's been talking to somebody else. It's like it's like it's like God forbid it's like a man whose whose wife is always flirting with people. These guys, the big business people, are always worried that that, that they're that they're like the, that the prime minister is uh, the second in command or something is, is is flirting with another company is doing this is selling your ideas and who knows what they have all these digas. I used to, and I and I remember thinking that like, I I can't believe like you know that everybody was telling me you, you you know you have to you have to. Going to this, you know, to be a lawyer because at that time I made a decision not to be a lawyer. I made a decision. I was supposed to go to law school. I was supposed to start, and I decided not. To. And every time you're crazy, you're crazy. You're gonna suffer. You're gonna suffer. You're gonna suffer. And I'm thinking. You know, I was thinking about this. Like, well, I'm sitting with my chava, learning. You know, we're having a we have a nice cold, cold glass of soda, and we're schmoozing, and uh, and and, the, and these people, even on their vacation, the whole vacation, they're able to come a little bit to breathe. To come to the mountains, there's all daigas, filled with daigas. I, 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 <coughs> and I, from that moment, I never had any hesitation about. And economic daigas, but also we don't have. Certainly, you have to worry about how you're going to support, how you're going to, how you're going to manage. But the daigas, I think that I think that the daigas that that the wealthier people have are much bigger daigas than the simple people. Have. Much much bigger daigas. Different. It's a different daiga when you're afraid to fall off of a table, and you're afraid to fall off the Empire State Building. You understand? So if you lose everything, what does it mean if I lose everything? <laughs> There's always a what does it mean to lose everything? So what's the danger of losing everything? So tomorrow, you, tomorrow you, you try again. But the people, a person who's standing in a big, this is very very hard. And he loses everything. It's, it takes away from his whole merits, his whole simchas achai, and you can't can't go on living. And yes, I see this kaseida of the people, the daigas, the daigas to have. Yeah. This was the most striking thing in, uh, in the, with the Russians in the 70s when you were in Russia that uh, they, they had they had uh, they worked very hard and they had a little bit of money but they they didn't they couldn't buy anything. Yeah. So even though they weren't wealthy, they were very generous. They were very calm. They were very focused on a very very basimka, uh because they, because there was no market opportunity to advance or to. That's interesting. Or, or to go shopping. So, so they were very generous that whatever they had they gave to their friends. Right. So what, what's, there's no t- there's no point in getting crazy or worrying about it. Right. You see, the, when you look at the idea of a kibbutz, I mean, it's not working. The kibbutz thing is not working, right? It's, it's, it's already oiskashpilt. It's already... It's not because it, it's not because it's not a gewaldig idea. It's just because there's something else out there that's enticing, right? And if you know there's something out there, so you, it's very hard to sit and to be happy on the kibbutz. But Lu Yitzuya, Lu there was no opportunity, there was no market out there, and I have I have my chavra on the kibbutz. I mean, they were very radical kibbutz. You know, the, with the kids not sleeping with the parents. That was that was crazy. That they were they were sugar those people, and they paid a big price. But otherwise, to be in a kibbutz and not to have and not to have all the daigas, this old chavra of mine that's been that's been already this must be already since we it's already 25 years. He's like this kind of a person. He happens to be a brilliant guy, but he never had he never had that thing like that. He has to. Conquer the world. He just wanted to have a, a nice wife, a couple of kids, and have a chavrusa. And he gets up. He gets up at four in the morning. He goes. With, he goes to the chickens. And he, go, he goes to drive a tractor. Which kibbutz? I'm wondering which kibbutz is So he. So he. He never had. He never had that any cooking inside of him. Even though the guy is a brilliant guy, could a mamish. Could could mamish. Lose millions of dollars. <laughs> He's a brilliant guy. <laughs> so, he never, he never had, he never had such a taiva. He didn't have this taiva. He was always different like that. He was like a very, very posh of the person, not intellectually, but posh in his vitsinus. And therefore, for him, it's like that, like what you're describing, Shelley. For him, it was like, I don't care. So he didn't, you know, it's out there. It meant nothing to him. And he has had 25 years. 
since all, everybody else is running around like 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 chickens without the head, he's he's taking care of chickens, and he's completely besimcha. Yeah, imam is besimcha. How to how to sustain that with the and with children and to have a certain kind of a wife and like and kids. It's been a very as you know the kibbutz system that's a soul has been a very big struggle because Tel Aviv is out there, and then beyond Tel Aviv is there are other places, and and a person and if a person is not satisfied with sharing this whole thing and with just having his you know they on the uh, on the kibbutz they eat they they never have to worry about about the next meal, and not only that. You can eat as much as you like. There was no shortage. Especially tiratsi. Tiratsi, especially the chicken <laughs> and the turkey. No, no shortage. As much as you like. Delhi, it's very good. <laughs> I remember I went to when I was in the kibbutz. So I, I was I was amazed because you go there. There was a thing uh, uh, where you can get seltzer from the tap. Right. And I think this is like an <laughs> This is unbelievable. You have to you don't have to even pay for a bottle of seltzer. You just put your thing and you get you get you get seltzer. Come here, coming from the tap. And what and what Shabbos? Shabbos. Menucha, ma'amish menucha. Not You get up four in the morning. By by this friend of mine, he's finished by he's finished by one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. Learns the rest of the day. Is in bed by nine nine o'clock, nine thirty. So, no No traffic. It's with that, with telephone, ruins. It doesn't sound good. Huh? Oh, easy pass. <laughs> it, it, it sounds good, and it, and really it could work, and there's it, it's just because of the mind problem that are outside that 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 make a person <clears throat> that that confuse a person, that confuse a person. Of course, that's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, but but. I, in an ideal situation, it's very hard to see anything bad in that kind of a life. Again, if a person doesn't like to be involved in physical work, and they even have that. This in the, the kibbutz, there are different things that the people do, but they have Torah You know, you have to, you have to take your, you have to take your turn. You have to take your turn. And I, I when I spent a, a week in a kibbutz, I, I swore to myself that no way in the world I'm going to end up like this. Forget it. You know, I was cutting onions for a, for a week. It's crazy. No, you have to, but you have to, you have to have a savlanus for that, and to be able to find simcha in that. Obviously, you can't find in that simcha, and and yeshiva arts and building up the land and so on. It's a very, very hard thing. So when idealism began to wane in the 60s and 70s, the idealism began to get weaker. So then the kibbutzim started to suffer, and now it's already there are very few that are really masliach. But chaval, and you understand that 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 lot when the socialists came. And when and the idea was an idea that was extremely, extremely attractive, extremely attractive. But a person has to have a certain matzav ruach. So he explains that he says, "Achinim the ma'im rabim tidus panosu mashavus minyan yelam nimshul the ma'im rabim." It's compared to many to great waters, the chain. Lenaharis and to rivers. If he should tear this up, panosim a marble, I smell this. By the marble was called a marble. The simple shot in the word marble flood is the word bilbul, which means to confuse. Navalis I call. Rashi says mebalbulis I call. It destroys everything. It confuses everything. That's what that's what the floods do. So tear this of panosim being always preoccupied with panosim causes confusion. If he should say nagelay ad hanefesh. Because it, it, it touches you, it reaches into the nefesh. Why? You can't you can't sit by and watch and watch people that you love die of starvation, or be deprived, or not go to, to Disney World or something. You can't you can't sit by and watch such a horrible thing take place before your eyes. The thoughts of Panasa are like is like a flood that's constantly. Or a river that's constantly flowing, driving through your brain. Like, like a person who's drowning, God forbid, in the ocean or in a river. Like we see this, you know, we don't need any proofs. We see this. 
how a person can't get his head off his daven. You have, you have a half hour, 45 minutes in the morning to daven. And the whole machshav is panos and where to go and what I have to do and who I have to speak to and how am I going to ma- and what do I have to buy and what do I have to sell and I have to pay the rent and I didn't pay for this and I have to get all these machshavas like a river, like a flood that just that just go through your brain. Sometimes it seems that mostly during Davin. Mostly during Davin. <clears throat> the Davke, when you have a few minutes where you could li- a little bit of a few minutes. That the Mayim Rabbim, that they find their way, they, they find their way, Mamish, into that, even, even when it could be a little bit of uh, of quiet. Sure, of course, we know why that's happening because it's Davke, the greatest opportunity for for some quiet and for some concentration, and that's Davke when it comes, right? It doesn't happen when you're in the middle of a tremendous deal, making the biggest deal of your life in Panos, that all of a sudden you're thinking of of some tesis that you that, that, that you learned 20 years ago. That doesn't go the other way. You understand? So the person is able to know if it's only the it's all the eight Sahar. In a very strong way. That's why it's called Mayim. The Pesach says Mayim Rabin. Like we just said in Davening. There are many, many thoughts that infiltrate into a person's heart. The many thoughts are the Mayim Rabin. Shem HaMachshavis. Harabais Shibalev Ish. The Rebbe Mayrash brings this. Shibalev Ish. Hatardai says, Ha'adam. That cause a person. That cause a person to become preoccupied. Ayyadei Shematilai Sveikas Rabbis Bechol Inyan. Because the Mayim Rabbim, the, the Rabbis Machshavas, cause a person to have many Sveikas. Everything in this world, what to do, how to do, I should have, I could have, I would have, how can, you know, all these things that a person is constantly thinking about, all the Sveikas and doubts. Bechol Inyan, Ad She'ein Lo Adam Menuchah, the person doesn't have Menuchah. Therefore, the Mayim Rabbim, the Rebbe Marash success, that the Mayim Rabbim correspond to the, or, or, or the source of the Rabbis Machshavas. It's the same thing. The Mayim Rabbim and the Rabbis Machshavas. Now, we're going to see that that the tears of the panos, we have to, Mitcham, we, next Monday morning we're going to begin with footnote 5. I'll make myself a little note. We need to go a little bit more into understanding this, why it's called the tears, the Tanya says, tears of panasa, and not the asik of panasa. Why tears? So that will, we'll, Mitcham will continue with next week.